Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, come live in my heart. Yes, January for us as Catholics is the month dedicated to the most holy name of Jesus. This is the name above all other names. Philippians chapter 2, verse 10, the Bible tells us that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those that are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And when the angel Gabriel announced to the Blessed Virgin Mary about the Incarnation, the angel said, Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth the Son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Yes, Jesus. It is a name that is pregnant with theology, and it actually means God saves. Jesus, God saves. Hey, we're gonna we're supposed to be having Kyle Clement on today. He is uh, Father Chad Ripperger's right hand man, literally his right hand man uh, for the Deloran Fathers in uh, in his healing and deliverance and exorcism team. What we're going to be talking about now is something that you probably would have said, "Wow, is this a conspiracy theory?" Hey, welcome. Uh, good morning, Kyle. I see you. Uh, I see you on the uh, on the camera there. Good morning. Hello, Jesse. Good to be with you. You know, Kyle, as I read this article six months ago, a year ago, I would have said, this is a conspiracy theory. This is nuts. There's no way that we would have mad scientists in this planet that would be building uh, this uh, object called the CERN, this uh, Large Hadron Collider. Let me share a little bit about the article, then I want to get Kyle's take into this whole thing, the, the CERN. Uh, it's, it's funny, Kyle, a lot of Hollywood entertainers, I've been noticing they're using this CERN image in the background of their performances. I didn't know what it was. I said, what's that big eyeball these guys have behind the, behind the stage of uh, you know Ariana Grande and uh, that other... Uh, uh, black rapper uh, over in Houston, Texas. He had the same thing. So more and more entertainers are using this. So let's just take a look at this right now. What is CERN? C-E-R-N. While the headquarters is in Switzerland, the word CERN is the European Organization for Nuclear Research, and they operate the largest particle physics laboratory in the world where the renowned Large Hadron Collider resides. This uh, Large Hadron Collider, known as LHC, also referred to as the CERN, is the world's largest and most powerful particle accelerator and the largest machine man has ever made. And most people don't even know about this. It's a whopping 17 miles long, and buried 574 feet beneath the Earth's surface. Many eminent sci- physicists excuse me, believe it has the potential to destroy not just the world, but the universe itself. 
For those of you that want to know more about this, I would just invite you to take a look at the show page and look at the article. But I want to get, Kyle, into more of the occultic uh, or the preternatural aspects to this, uh, what I would call this mad scientist experiment. And again, years ago, somebody would have mentioned this to me. I would have said, you're a conspiracy theorist nut. And it's funny, everything that we call a conspiracy theory, four or five years later, seems to come true. So, Kyle, what do you know about this CERN, C-E-R-N, that's been uh, that's over in Switzerland? And uh, it has been uh, basically they're trying to find, I guess they're trying to find the, the what they call the God particle. They want to find the God particle to the Big Bang Theory. What do you know about this, and what's this all about? Well, I, I um, the only thing that I, the only area of which I'm familiar is um, what we're hearing in solemn session, and what we're seeing from Satanists, and uh, that that have no way of knowing each other. This is a, a was met with great anticipation um, among Satanist sects in um, in Europe as well as in the United States. And it is that it is uh, the thing about it is the demon cannot create. He can only destruct uh, or corrupt. And so in an aping of creation or um, as blessed Fulton Sheen would say, the demon apes man. um, There is a mocking of the sacraments with regard to the dedication of these uh, installations. There's been, uh, what is obviously uh, satanic rite and ritual being done when these are dedicated, when they're opened. Um, and it's a, it's a point of a badge, uh, if you would, of honor or recognition that many of the North American wizards and practitioners of Satan, uh, high, high craft Satanry, are invited to these. And so it's a form of con celebration. So there's a couple of these pictures and images when you look where there are 30 to 40 um, ranking wizards, uh, satanic high priests that are presiding at these things. Um, The fact that the entertainers are including this imagery um, is is pretty clear. This is a a code communication. um, I'm in or you in. It's like the Masonic handshake, the Masonic symbol, um, the wink, the the hood, hoodwink, the various uh, signs and symbols of secret society, but they're now open and they're out in the occult. The Illuminati symbols that you're seeing, uh, the, the hand signs that are being flashed, um, all of these things are now out in the open. Uh, I can remember the being in a, in a civil proceeding in an open courtroom and watching the attorneys exchanged uh, Masonic symbols with the judge. And it's surreal. It's just absolutely surreal. Jesse, you've been in situations in law enforcement where you've got a guy, you've got him. Uh, There's no way out for this guy. And the judge and the lawyer find some way that he walks. You find another guy on the scantest of evidence he's locked away. So the only reason I'm saying this is the idea that we've been um, blind to this now it's out in the open. The demon militates to absurdity until somebody challenges it, and there's been no challenge here, and so it's out in the open. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it reminds me about what uh, people do on a micro level with Ouija boards. 
With Ouija boards, they conjure up demons, they communicate with demons, they open portals to the diabolical. To me, as I read this article, Kyle, it seems to me is this is, I mean, a Ouija board on steroids. Their goal <laughs> is, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. Uh, their goal is to try to make contact with another dimension. Uh, they even say it, the scientists say it themselves. Not, I'm not putting words in their mouth. Uh, again, this is the whole Tower of Babel all over again. People, secular humanists in this world and the, and the Luciferians, they're not happy with God's revelation. They want something more. It, it, again, going back to Genesis 11, the Tower of Babel. The people of Babel wanted to construct a tower that would reach into the heavens because it was believed that Babel was an area where a portal of some sort was located. And CERN, this... Uh, they're, they're, over here in Switzerland, they're attempting to reach the heavens or another dimension of reality with uh, with this, you know, LHC. Uh, and, and it's believed that the town, St. Genis Poli, that's CERN's town. This was an area where a portal to the underworld was located, apparently in times past. But the, the people of Babel... They spoke the same language and they were united in what they wanted to accomplish. And this whole CERN operation, they created the World Wide Web. That's where the, the Internet was connected, right there in that city. And so now I guess they want to unite people under one language. And the CERN project is a united effort by, by these 22 member states. Uh, if you look at the Tower of Babel, it was the largest building ever created back in the book of Genesis or in the Old Testament. And CERN... This is probably the largest machine ever made by mankind. So there's a lot of there's a lot of parallels, Kyle. What say you? I think you're right, Jesse. I think one of the, the points or symbolism that, that can't be ignored is Babel sought to reach God and built toward the heavens. This is built the other direction. This is not to access God. This is built to destroy ah. God. This is built the other direction. And this is built to destroy God. Um, the idea that... Um, they destroyed the second person of the Trinity, but he rose again on the third day. Um, and so they're, they're seeking to destroy or to take down all three members of the Trinity. It, it's not going to happen, um, not in any lasting sense. But that's the emphasis here is, is this is directly against God the Father. And the proliferation of disorder against God the Father, against creation, we see it in the homosexual agenda. We see it in all of these things which says that creation as created um, somehow needs to be changed or is it or is a mistake. And so I think to, to look at those two things, one, it, it goes directly opposite God. It seeks to destroy God, not to find God. And number two, it seeks to elevate man. You know, uh, uh, over in Texas, not too long ago, there was a, 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 a black rapper had a conference in Houston, Texas, where nine people were killed. It was called the Astroworld Festival. And in the background of his conference, he had the CERN, this uh, this device created uh, that's supposed to find the God particle. You're listening to Jesus 911. I got Kyle Clement on, Jess Romero. We'll talk, we'll come back and talk more about the spiritual dimensions of this potentially demonic ritual. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. CERN is the the European Organization for Nuclear Research. Apparently, I looked at another article yesterday. It was funded by the Rockefellers. Doesn't surprise me. And so the... The goal of this uh, this device, this CERN, looks like a big eyeball, a big old gigantic laboratory, but it's also underground. And the goal is this uh, Large Hadron Collider was designed to smash subatomic particles together, or at close, or, at, or 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 close to the speed of light, in order to break them up and find the original particle that ignited or started the universe. A fraction of a second after the Big Bang, the so-called God particle. This is exactly what the scientists at CERN are hoping to accomplish. They want to find, through this big machine, this God particle, the fraction, uh, the original particle that ignited or started the universe a fraction of a second after the Big Bang. And so you got top officials all over the, all over the world that are totally on board with this. And and I'll tell you why this is disturbing here. To me, this is disturbing. Uh, the article says here, uh, the Large Hadron Collider could, the, the director of CERN, a man by the name of Mr. Bertolucci, sounds like a fallen away Catholic, Bertolucci is an Italian name. So Mr. Bertolucci, the director of CERN, C-E-R-N, he said the following, quote, the Large Hadron Collider could open a doorway to another dimension and out this door might come something or we might send something through it close quote uh, there's also a, an article attached to that statement there so as disturbing Kyle as this statement is to us as followers of Christ who believe in the existence of another spiritual dimension this is apparently nothing new for these scientists at CERN because they believe in the existence of other parallel and alternative dimensions, and they believe that in recreating the conditions of the Big Bang, that these scientists can rip open the veil that separates the two. However, the scientists at CERN seem to have no real understanding of how utterly dangerous this could be. What say you? Uh, I think it there's a an arrogance uh among the these people um they're just an, an absolute arrogance you know it's been a generation jesse since hiroshima and nagasaki the world recoiled at the power that was unleashed and in its use and the world has been somewhat uh reminded of that from time to time but we're now with a generation that um, there is no limit to the arrogance. There's no limit to the degradation of humanity. Um, it is amazing where we've come in, the, in that generation. Um, it's amazing to me to see the proliferation. Uh, we were in, Valerie and I were in Europe a few years ago when the uh, tunnel through the Alps, there was a, a large tunnel that was opened through the Alps and it was a satanic rite and ritual that celebrated the opening. And essentially it was consecrated to the, to a diabolical entity. And it was amazing immediately following that in Germany and Austria, Switzerland and Northern Italy, um, the gatherings of people dressed in openly satanic garb um, and, and, performing and doing various things in public that 
uh, hadn't happened before. So it, it was almost as if there were a, it, it was a impromptu Mardi Gras, if you will, just a, a, a moment of perversion and bestiality. But back to you mentioned right before the break, I'll ask you a question. Let's suppose that just in a role play, you're a rapper and you want international acclaim and fame and everything else. And I'm the diabolical entity that you're making a deal with. And I say, all right, one of your concerts, you've got to sacrifice a virgin. You, you've got to make sure that at least one virgin is killed at one of your concerts in a public venue. And I'll guarantee you fame and fortune. I hope this chills people's blood because that's exactly what happened. There was there were some of these were young children that were killed. Young boy. There was one young boy that was killed at this thing. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. And so you're looking at a virginal a ceremonial virginal sacrifice in a public venue. We got to see things for what they are. Wow. And also Ariana Grande, who's another huge uh, pop icon. Uh, she also has in in some of her music videos. Some some of the listeners to the sh to the show have been sending me some of her videos. She also has this big the CERN right in the background as she's doing all these macabre, satanic, Luciferian videos. But uh, Kyle, I think what you were talking about when you went over when you went over to to Europe, they had I guess what they called it the uh, it was a Gothard tunnel, the Gothard yeah. tunnel opening where you had leaders from all over the world, uh, they were basically witnessing it. I, I watched the video on it. It's on YouTube. Yeah. You could watch it. It's dark. It's macabre. And I'm saying you got heads of states and presidents and prime ministers that are watching the consecration of this, of this uh, tunnel uh, to the devil. I mean, they're not even, they're, you can't make this stuff up. You can't, uh, you would think that, Something like this would be hidden, you know, in a brown paper bag, you know, back in the 60s. No, this is, they're open about it. I think the, the Satanists and the Luciferians, uh, at this point, they're like, here we are, and uh, and, and what are you going to do about it? They're in our face now, and I say that because here in Scottsdale, Arizona, the diocese that I'm at, I'm organizing a protest against the first Satanic conference in the United States. It's going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, the Temple of Satan is going to be, they, according to them, they want to consecrate Scottsdale to Satan. And uh, so we got a big pushback of hundreds and hundreds of Catholic men. We're going to be out there in front of the contest, conference protesting. But this is how bold they are, the Luciferians and Satanists, is they're openly saying on the Internet, we're going to go to the Phoenix Diocese and consecrate the city of Scottsdale to Satan in a three-day conference at a hotel. What are you going to do about it? Precisely. The demon militates to absurdity. He goes wherever he's not resisted. The angel will only go where he's invited. And so go, Jesse, bring St. Michael, bring Raphael, Gabriel, all of those implore that they that they show up because they're not going to show up unless you invite them, unless you go. Um, and the other thing, I, I think you bring up a really, really important point is we're going to see more and more of this. One of the things you, you brought up conspiracy theory. Um, people ask me, are you a conspiracy theorist? I'll tell them I'm no theorist. It's the conspiracies are out there. It's not a theory. It, it's the emperor has no clothes. It is what it is. And I can't, I'm not going to put up and you're not. And Catholic men around the world, Joe Catholic is not going to put up with some prelate 
who is going to tell us that what we're seeing, we just don't understand or are that, that it's not bad for us or it's not bad for our children. I will tell you what, the Catholic man has had about all he's going to take from prelates and from others telling us that we don't understand. And, and we're through giving our sons to a perverse, uh, to a perverse activity. We are absolutely through with it. That's right. You know, uh, Kyle, when somebody starts trying to shut down conversation and say, oh, Kyle, oh, Jess, that's just a conspiracy theory. All that means is they don't want to engage in the conversation because uh, uh, the word conspiracy theory, it was created by the CIA back in 1967 uh, to discredit anybody who went yep. against the, the party line to the CIA. And so you have the, you know, the Martin Luther uh, killing, Martin Luther King, uh, the Kennedy assassinations. Uh, and right away, when the CIA is asked about these, they'll they'll, and when people come up with with different uh, uh, opinions, the CIA they're the ones that came up with this this phrase called conspiracy theory. Try to kind of to try to just shut you down and just to rebuff your whatever allegations you have. But just like you said, Kyle, most of the things that we're seeing now they're not conspiracy theories; they're actual facts. They they happen four or five years later. And uh, nothing surprises me any longer. I, I, so let me ask you a question around the country, since you're in contact with some of the big players in the church, in the in the in the in the field of healing, deliverance, and exorcism. Uh, have some uh, energumens during session talked about the CERN, the C E R N, this uh, big old uh, eyeball headquarters in Switzerland that's supposed to, uh, you know, find the God particle one day. Uh, this 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 huge machine funded by the Rockefellers, seventeen miles wide, five hundred seventy four feet underneath their surface. Have any Energumens talked about this machine or this device? Um, short answer is yes. Um, but to flesh that out a little bit, it's been those involved at high levels of Satanism, satanic high priests and priestesses, and those that are are involved at a fairly high level. They mimic and they mock the church. There are uh, black cardinals, black bishops. There, they they have a hierarchy. Um, but it's interesting. It's very rare that one of those individuals will um, will turn um, because the psychological compatibility is such that um, they've traded they've traded an eternal uh, disposition or an eternal destination, if you will, for temporal power or the illusion of temporal power. But we've had it mentioned in more than one case. Um, it's not mentioned by the acronym CERN. Um, it, it's mentioned by what it's called by St. John in the Apocalypse uh, of John or Revelation. It's called the bottomless pit. It's mm -hmm. called the pit. It's called the abyss. And so, uh, but it's talked about in such a way is that it is the CERN. Uh, and so what they're saying is that uh, the abyss, the bottomless pit, uh, the pit, this is uh, to be accessed uh, through um, uh, this particular structure. Yeah, that's what, what you're talking about is found in Revelation chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. It says, John the Apostle writes to him, was given the key of the bottomless pit, and he opened the bottomless pit, and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. So here John is telling us about a time when Satan is given the key to the bottomless pit, to release a horde of demonic beings resembling locusts upon the world. Again, uh, I just wonder if this, uh, 
if this foreshadows or this is connected with the experiments going on at, at, at the CERN in Switzerland. And to me, it's plausible. It's reasonable. It's supported by, it seems to be supported by Scripture because, again, if you can conjure up demons with a board game made by Parker Brothers, then why can't you conjure up demons with a larger, expensive, technological version of a Ouija board uh, known as the CERN? Makes sense to me. Uh, you certainly can. And, and really and truly, this is not the first time that something like this has happened. Um, there's a, there's some closed files uh, with regard to particle manipulation. Uh, well, they're not closed anymore. I think they're recently opened. But the Philadelphia experiment is one example whereby um, the fabric of time and the fabric of, of reality is, is fractured momentarily, but it can't be sustained. What they're trying to do is open a, open a portal that would remain open um, through a function of physics. Um, that's what they're trying to do. We'll be right back. We're talking about the CERN over in Switzerland. Is this the bottomless pit? We'll report. You decide. Now. Back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. We're back, Jesus 911. This is the Lord's Gym. We are your spiritual fitness trainers. Here's where we train men to become UFC fighters. I don't mean ultimate fighting champions. I mean ultimate faithful Catholics. This is UFC training. I've got Kyle Clement. We're talking about the CERN. Over in Switzerland, uh, th this is the one of the strongholds of the Protestant Re Deformation from John Calvin. It's not surprising that this uh, this CERN is over uh, in a in a land of heresy. But uh, something that jumps out at me also, Kyle, is that there in in front of this this CERN over in uh, Switzerland. I don't think it's a coincidence, but they have the statue of the Hindu goddess Shiva, the goddess of destruction or the or the destroyer. Uh, this goddess is prominently, by the way, we reject, rebuke and renounce in Jesus name, this false deity. Uh, this goddess is prominently displayed outside the the CERN, which again, it's located over in its headquartered in Switzerland. Uh, the CERN stands for the European Organization for Nuclear Research. They're trying to find the God particle, the the uh, the original particle that that originally ignited the the Big Bang theory, and they admit themselves that they're trying to open they're trying to open a doorway to another dimension, uh, to a, to a, a dimension beyond uh, that dimension beyond that John the Apostle calls the bottomless pit, and so. Uh, Right in front of their building, they have this this uh, a statue of the Indian goddess Shiva located at the CERN headquarters. And uh, to me, once again, she's this is the goddess of destruction. There's no coincidence why they would choose that symbol. What do you say, Kyle? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, what would happen had, if they had put a statue of Blessed Mother <clears throat> there? You know, how much outcry would there be if they'd put a statue of St. Joseph, if they'd put a statue of our Lord? How much outcry would there be? Um, but I think they're very clear as to who their patroness is, and she is directly set up in opposition to the Blessed Mother. Um, 
it's interesting that um, the at the um, angel of the abyss or the demon of the abyss has multiple names that show up in some of their literature, Abaddon, Apollon, various names that show up in there. Um, Sinasharib, Shiva, all of these are uh, effigies or, or entities associated with destruction or the ultimate destruction and also associated with the pit. And so uh, it's amazing to me that they, well, it's not amazing. I think it's just a good commentary. You see that they can, can, re- can include the images of their false deities but we're going to get an opposition when we want to uh, when we want to include an image of our Lord or our Lady. Yeah, Kyle. Also, something interesting is that the word CERN, C-E-R-N, is is short for the horn god Cernunos, the god of the underworld. Which is that another coincidence? I don't think so. I, I, I and I, I also don't think. Uh, I, I don't think that the people that are behind all of this, uh, I think I think they're gaslighting us. They're using all these there's using all these occult terms because they know that some of us we realize what they're doing, but they figure we control the media, we control all the levers of power. Nobody's going to listen to you guys. So at this point, they're like you know rub, rubbing, trying to rub dirt in our face by using all these uh, demon deities. And all these uh, occult names, because they figure we've got the power. What are you going to do about it? Comment. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is one of the hallmarks of the arrogant is uh, to include this in plain sight, and then when you when you say something about it, then you're dismissed, erased. Um, they, it's the boy who says the emperor has no clothes. And so immediately you're accused of, of either being not sophisticated or not understanding. And this is, you know, to, to be quite frank with you, this is elevated to an art form among the Jesuits um, who any opposing opposition or any call back to tradition or any call to orthodoxy is immediately classified as, the, as being uneducated, as Neanderthal, as, as lacking spiritual sophistication. Um, bottom line, you know, Catholic men stand up BS guys. We we put up with it. You fed it to us and we're rejecting it. You've stolen our children. You've destroyed our church. You've destroyed the faith. We're not going to put up with it anymore. You know, it is what it is. Um, and I think it's more and more men needs to simply stand up and say, the emperor has no clothes. There's no basis here. There's no truth here. And in fact, you're feeding us that which is poisonous. It's one thing to starve us. It's another thing to feed us that which is not good for us. That's right. You're listening to Jesus Night Woman, Jess Romero, Kyle Clement. By the way, uh, we got the upcoming Spiritual Warfare Conference. Kyle Clement's going to be there. Dan Schneider, Father Chad Ripperger, I will be your MC. Uh, hope to see you all there. Kyle, this also reminds me, what they're trying to do to me is kind of a mockery of, what I, of, of, of Jacob's Ladder. And what do I mean by that? When you look at the story of Jacob's ladder in, in Genesis chapter 28, uh, uh, Jacob had a dream where he saw angels coming up and down this ladder from heaven all the way to where he was in Bethel. Now, what's interesting is that the ladder, obviously, it, it signifies this divine connection between God and earth and uh, specifically Jacob's family. And so uh, Jacob, he made a vow afterward uh, to the Lord 
uh, 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 he pledges fidelity to the Lord after that vision. Well, I think the, the dark side, the Luciferians, the occultists, the Satanists, they know this as well. They know if, if there is a way for us to, to make contact with the divine with heaven, again, Jacob's letter, Genesis 28, I think the other side, they know there's a way to make contact with the dark side. Uh, and and, and, and there, there have to be, on planet Earth, there, there have to be some holy spots, and there is, just like Lourdes, Fatima, Tepeyac, the Holy House of Loreto. There are some very holy spots in the world, but then there are some very evil spots in the world as well. Uh, and the devil knows this. To me, this is like the anti-Jacob's ladder. They're trying to forge a ladder that goes down to connect with the, di the world of the diabolical. Am I onto something? I think you're definitely onto something. And to kind of expound on that, Jesse, um, the ladder itself, let's, let's talk about the ladder. Jacob sees in the vision, in the dream, a ladder in which angels are ascending and descending on that framework of that ladder. Now, we know that that just the image of the angels is um, it's symbolism. They have no corpus, but they have no body. They have no corporal uh, essence. But for him to see that, this is a, a human construct. But the ladder can be seen as prayer. So angels come and go based upon our prayer, our invitation, our devotions, our incantations, our desire for them to be present to us and assist in the flow of grace. Because angels are created, mission specific, the commonality among all angels is to aid in the economy of salvation, to aid in the economy of uh, man's relationship to God. The diabolical, the, the demon created angelic for that purpose now becomes perverted. So he seeks to impede grace. But if angels ascend and descend on the, the framework or the ladder of prayer, then the demons come on a on come and go by incantation, by invitation of the opposite uh, that militates in the economy of damnation, not in the economy of salvation. That which seeks to distance man from God, that which seeks to eliminate grace and the flow of grace in our lives. And so I, I really like the imagery because there has to be a structure by which the angels come and go. It's the structure of prayer, faith, sacraments. That's the Jacob's ladder. That's the, the ladder. The rungs and the, the uprights in the ladder are sacraments and prayer and the uh, devotions and pious practices. Separate all of that with the anti-sacrament, with the uh, black mass, with all of those things which militate directly against the integrity of the good in the economy of salvation. And now you have um, you have the diabolical matrix. Mm. That makes sense. But uh, Kyle, just like there are some very holy spots on planet Earth, obviously, wherever the blessed sacrament is at. Uh, and again, shrines where Our Lady has appeared. There are some some very wicked spots, and I guess what I'm saying is that uh, the CERN, this this place, by the way, this is the birthplace of the of the internet, uh, Geneva, Switzerland. It was uh, the the internet, the World Wide Web, was created by an English scientist, Bernie Collin, uh, Bernie Lee, and Robert Collins. They uh, invented the internet in 1989, while both of them were employed at CERN. Check that out. They were employed at the CERN near Geneva, Switzerland. 
And uh, now, obviously, the Internet has been unleashed to the general public in, in 1991. What's interesting is that the CERN's logo here, again, they're, uh, they're just basically just baiting us. And they're saying, what are you going to do about it? Or they're uh, gaslighting us. The CERN's logo is three intertwined sixes, as in 666. Now, there's no logical reason for this 666 pattern since the CERN's facilities, tunnels are not arranged like this. Uh, so again, the fact that, uh, and also the world, World Wide Web, WWW, here's something interesting, that the Hebrew equivalent of W is the letter Vav, V-A-V, which is the numer which has a numerical value of six. So the English WWW translated into Hebrew is Vav, 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 or 666. This was also invented by two employees of CERN in Geneva, Switzerland. All these connections, Kyle, again, you don't have to be a, uh, you know, you don't have to be a, a, a Scotland Yard detective to, to try to piece the dots together and see that these globalists are involved in the occult on a massive scale. I don't think you can separate the occult and the globalists. I, I think they're one in the same. Um, I, I don't think that it's not that the globalists are involved in some occult activities. I think it's that the occult, their public face is the globalist. Um, and and we, we need to see it that way. It's not as if they're dabbling in this offhanded. They're the direct agents. Jesus 911, we'll be back. We're talking about the CERN, C-E-R-N, this macro Ouija board found in Geneva, Switzerland. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. January is the month of the most holy name of Jesus. To keep your sanity uh, in the times that we're living in right now, make sure that you, na- you say the holy name of Jesus often throughout the day. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, come live in my heart. The name of Jesus is the most powerful prayer in the universe. It is the name above all names. One day, every knee shall bend, every tongue shall confess. Even those in hell, one day at the general judgment, will bend their knee at the name of Jesus Christ. Say that name throughout the day. It is the name that keeps you free from the diabolical. Uh, Kyle, we're talking about the CERN, and uh, there are some places, obviously, on Earth that are where a lot more, a lot more evil occurs, and there's are places on Earth that are very, very holy as well. Um, what would you say about this, the, the CERN, the fact that, again, I think they're just gaslighting us, and what, what I mean by that is it's not a coincidence that all the symbols that they're using at at the CERN over in Geneva, Switzerland, all the uh, occult rituals, uh, they admit that this it's a portal to another another dimension. We would call it to the demonic realm. I don't think these. It's possible that these scientists are doing this inadvertently. To me, because these scientists are so malformed in their in their conscience so uninformed so their moral conscience is so deformed 
or malformed, like Joe Biden and, and many others that I could name, I don't think these scientists are inadvertently opening up a portal or a door to another dimension by accident. I think they're trying to do this on purpose. I believe this is the bottomless pit itself. And uh, and I think this, uh, unfortunately, a lot of science today is uh, is influenced by a lot of uh, by a lot of the occult or a lot of the or, or they have this attraction to the darkness. What say you? I think <clears throat> I think you have a valid point. I think we also should look at at least two examples or many, but let's look at two specific examples whereby man's activities, man sought to usher in the end times or the Estacolon by his activities. Let's look at two instances. First instance is once it is discovered that there are people in the new world, Ferdinand and Isabella, and I have no interest in the Masonic rewriting of history, which is not going to be consistent with what I'm about to say. Ferdinand and Isabella emptied the treasuries of Spain to send Columbus and others to the to the new world so that every creature could hear the name of Jesus because Jesus would not come again until every creature had heard that name. And so they realized that by missionizing and evangelizing all of the Americas, all of the new world, they'd found all of these new creatures, humans who did not know the name of Jesus. And so they sought to usher in the second coming. That was their motivation. You look at the writings, you look at what they did, both of whom should be saints many times over. Um, but this was this was to usher in the second coming of the Christ. Another instance was Hitler's belief that if he exterminated the Jews, that there were no more um, there were no more um, of God's chosen people on the earth, then the earth would be one for Satan, and Christ would come again to surrender. To, to surrender the world to Satan. This was some of his motivation, especially with regard to um, when you look at all the different spirituality, including Norse, uh, Norse gods and mythology, Hitler was doing anything and everything he could possibly do uh, to, bring, to, to bring the world as a gift to, to Satan. Um, and so you, this is not the first time that men have sought to bring about the end times by their own actions. And I think this is another one of those examples. And it ranks with the first two that I mentioned. You know, Kyle, it, there have been people that have written about what's happening right now. I'm reminded of a book written by C.S. Lewis. I read it years ago. It's called The Hidden, That Hideous Strength. Uh, it, it's kind of a modern fairy tale for grown-ups. It was written back and published in 1945. But the story that C.S. Lewis writes about in That Hideous Strength the story involves an attempt by an evil organization called the NICE, N-I-C-E, uh, stands for National Institute of Coordinated Experiments, and they're trying to gain control of the media and, and of government and all these social structures uh, over in Europe as a step towards spreading totalitarian power across the earth. Well, guess what? That's what C.S. Lewis wrote about, you know, this uh, evil organization through media, government, and social structures trying to gain totalitarian power, that's happening right now. Yes. There's, there's another book 
that was written years ago as well. I read this in college. It was Eldix uh, uh, Huxley's Brave New World. Yeah. Now, some of the things that he that he talks about that in a future society that the human person, we're going to worship technology as a god. Technology is going to be uh, uh, the deity. Uh, we're going to be a bunch of faceless human clones. We're going to, it's going to be a very dehumanized society where technology uh, or this the misuse of technology basically reigns supreme. Uh, there's going to be this... Uh, this this uh, degradation of young children, uh, a lack of spirituality, just uh, you know this this obsession with human pleasure and sex, uh, this this uh, the sexualization of children, everything that Aldix Huxley talked about in 1932 is happening right now. It seems like if these were these guys were pioneers decades before uh, these th- these things are uh, started occurring. Yeah, I think that what these guys, you know, it'd be real easy to say, well, they were mystics or they were seeing ahead. What they were doing was following the trajectory. If I mm. elevate a, uh, if I elevate a gun into a certain aperture and then I uh, discharge the ordnance, I can track that. I can by trajectory, I can tell you where the end is. Mm. There are those that have been tracking this, and we've been saying this all along. If you allow this, then this comes next. If you allow that, then this comes next. And so there's just this march of progression or descent into perversion. Um, and I'll, a classic example is uh, homosexuality. Once homosexuality becomes mainstream, what comes next is pedophilia becomes mainstream. Mm. What becomes next is child and human sacrifice. And what comes next is cannibalism. That is the progression of what happens with the corpus. The fact that we have homosexual clerics that we are not dealing with is, is beyond an abomination. The fact that we have open homosexuality and an attack on the marriage and the idea that we're psychologically uh, brainwashing children into gender dis- confusion, this is, is beyond um, egregious. And the thing about it is the other side, if you point this out, they simply retreat far enough to stop, to, not, to no longer get your attention. We must eradicate these practices. It's not enough. How ridiculous does it sound? Well, a cleric can be homosexual as long as he doesn't act out on it. No, he may not. No, he may not. No, he may not. Um, and so the the and then when you have even at the highest levels, the this behavior is not being dealt with yet. Other behavior is being inordinately responded to. This speaks to the dysfunction of humanity uh, where we currently are. What's the answer? instill and maintain order in your own sovereignty, your own corpus first, <clears throat> and then extend it to your domestic church. Whose responsibility is this? Catholic men. Joe Catholic, it's your responsibility. That's right. Uh, Kyle, here's the last comment I'll make about the, the CERN is that I, I believe that the the mind behind uh, the CERN, the, the Gothard Tunnel, uh, all these high-level occult activities happening around the world, even, uh, again, the, these medical dictators, uh, the Wuhan virus. To me, there has to be an intellect on Earth that's orchestrating all of this, just like an orchestra, like a conductor. To me, it would have to be the, the, a person that history calls the Antichrist 
who has direct access to Satan and everybody else, the Antichrist to me, he's he's the hub and all the spokes, you know, Fauci, Biden, the Clintons, the communists, the globalists, the Bilderbergs, the Roth- Rockefellers, all of them are spokes. The hub is the Antichrist. And in my read of history, he has direct access to Satan uh, to get his marching orders. To me, there's about six prelates that have talked about the Antichrist as being here in the last 50 years. Venerable Fulton Sheen, St. John Paul II, uh, Pope Benedict XVI, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, uh, and uh, uh, Cardinal Raniero Cantalamesa. There's, There's five prelates that I've been tracking in the last 50 years that use the word Antichrist in the present tense. Uh, to me, everything that's happening, including the CERN, there's an intellect way beyond a human person that's directing all this. That's just my take. Kyle, what say you? Well, I think you're right. I think what we see is an orchestration. Um, it, and again, it's a, it's a diabolical orchestration. Or, And so... What happens is their own self-interest, their own pursuit of power. Everybody gets their little area. Um, and, and it's amazing how it follows lines. And the Antichrist is an attitude. It's not a single individual, but it's a cumulative common conscience. And you find this cumulative common conscience, you're naming names, you find this cumulative common conscience in Bill Gates, whose father began Planned Parenthood. He's, he's passing on a, a, um, a, a heritage, George Soros and others that are the Rothschilds, others who have made fortunes off of conflict, fomenters of discord is the language which is used in the solemn rite of exorcism. But you look at those who are drawn to this element of fomenters of discord, who have the arrogance that I will tell you what to do, what you should do, who who may reproduce, who may not reproduce, um, and the the false uh, class system of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, the enlightened versus the unenlightened. This is nothing new. This is the same old shoot 'em up. This is just brought to modern times, and it's modernized. But the Antichrist is a common conscience that has been pre- that has been in existence since the Garden, and it is that which is against the holy will of God. Remember Amen. that the first ecumenical theological dialogue was between Eve and the snake. <laughs> Kyle, thanks a lot for coming on board. We'll have to do this again and again. Jesse Romero, Jesus 911, that's a wrap. Up next, Gary Machuda coming for hands-on apologetics. Uh, but uh, as for us, Kyle, Jess Romero, we are EOW, end of watch. We're out. See you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. God bless you. Keep the faith.